is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Mondays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app today and use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups like an NBA pregame money line bet for new customers of just 5 bucks Could get you $150 in free bets if they win. Or you can get in on the action tonight with TCU in Georgia in the college football playoff national championship game, NHL, golf, soccer, and more. Michigan Michigan State Hoops. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups. It is a Monday broadcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the HUGE show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simon. What's up, Michigan? It is a glorious Monday to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. What the Lions did last night, the only thing bigger in my life as a Lions fan, would be when Barry and the crew rocked the Cowboys at the Silver Dome in January of 1992 in that playoff game. What the Lions did last night is the best and biggest thing since then. I know some will say, well, it had nothing to do with the playoffs. No, that, that game had so much meaning and the potential for a disaster after Seattle, courtesy of Baker Mayfield having the game-winning touchdown in OT, underthrown, and then a former Lion from the Quinn Patricia area. Well, that would be the area that's marked off now near a prison in southeast Michigan. From the era... Gets the pick, and I knew. I said, the minute I heard Quandre Diggs get the pick, they're going to drive and win the game. And it was a letdown, man, for me, just as a fan, as a guy who does a statewide afternoon sports radio show. I'm thinking, there's no way this team can get up. Look at the game was being shown on the big screen at Lambeau. I saw that from the local NBC affiliate. What are the Lions playing for? And then Dan Campbell, Goff, Glenn, the entire coaching staff put together a playoff-like performance. Sure, if Seattle would have lost, then the Lions are playing for something. Is that a different feel? Is the play calling different? Are they tight? They were tight early, but the defense kept them in the game. Just like the Lions, it really was reminiscent of the Packers game at Ford Field earlier in the season. 
and the inspired effort by the Lions defense instead of it being 17-3, 21-3, it's 9-3, they miss a field goal, you're like, oh my God, you know, things are happening. I know how this ends. You're watching it. You're like, I know they're going to blow it. We're going to look back. They're going to have this fumble. They're going to have this interception. They're going to have the missed field goal. Damn Baker Mayfield. I'm like, you know what? We're at the point, and I had to, in a really a deep breath before you hit send on Facebook and Twitter can be a beautiful thing. We're having the root for the Rams minus Stafford after what we went through last year with Stafford winning the Super Bowl and the Detroit Rams shirts. I'm like, no, a team shouldn't be here. Come on. At the point that you're rooting for somebody else? It was stressful, full of anxiety. Man, I'm listening to the 96-1 the game was carrying the NFL network coverage, the radio version of Seattle and the Rams, and I drop my kids off, you know, I get them every other week with their mother, and I stop to get a, a soda, and I'm waiting outside the doors because I'm listening to the end of regulation and overtime. I can't leave my vehicle. People are walking by. I'm pounding and accidentally hitting the horn. I'm MFing everything. I'm listening to it on our flagship station, 96 won the game. And even the the cashier, who I know from this convenience store, walks out like, thumbs up, you okay? And I'm like, and, you know, I'm throwing this spaz fit. Yeah, Superfly, you? Really? And then they lose, and I had to go buy, like, the biggest chocolate bar ever and just eat it in my truck like I'm depressed, like somebody just broke up with me. I'm like, I don't care. Oh, yeah, I got the Jimmy Jam Jumbo Hershey's with almonds. It's about 10 pounds. I don't care. I'm going to eat it. People are walking by. I got chocolate all over my face. They're like, what's this guy doing, eating feces? (laughs) The Lions lost. I got a Jimmy Jumbo 10-pound Hershey's with almonds. <laughs> 10 pounds. I mean, they're like a beaver carving out a tree for a dam. Oh, I was so irritated. Because I was so pumped up about the game starting at 8.20. That it felt like a playoff game. It felt like a playoff week, weekend, and night. And all I want as a Lions fan, a lifelong Lions fan, is for this team to be able to hang with anybody, anywhere, anytime. And they did it last night. And with no playoffs at the end of the ball game awaiting your mighty Lions, they took it away from Rodgers and the Packers on their home field. They sent them home for a year. If we can't go, you're not going. That was my model growing up. If I can't go, you're not going. I told Marty Boer that originally when we were planning on going to the national championship game tonight, which I have zero interest in TCU. Enjoy. I can't even watch TCU without barfing. Because yesterday when the Seahawks came through and knocked the lines out, I'm like, okay, I can only take so much of this emotion between TCU, Michigan, eight days before and this. Come on. 
And what the Lions did, uh, what they, it wasn't just last night. And outside the Carolina debacle, from one and six to the lessons learned, to the development of young players, to Aiden Hutchinson on a big stage. The dude lives for the big stage like he did last year against the Buckeyes. It didn't happen against Georgia because they would chip him, double-team him, him and a jabo. But you look at the fourth down call. They're not playing for the field goal. They're going for the win. There you go, Dan Campbell, because you were like the rest of the team, and you learned from your mistakes this year. If you look at the NFL this morning, today, this afternoon, you're a Detroit Lions. After you take away the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, Hurts with the Eagles and the Niners, I think the Lions are the sixth best team in the NFL right now. In the NFL. How they came together, the culture. I mean, you, you want to hear what it's like after a big win like that at Lambeau to knock out Rodgers and the Packers when nobody, Tony Dungy was the only guy in Sunday Night Football to pick the Lions. And this was Dan Campbell to his team afterwards. To do what you guys did. It shows the character of this team and what you're about. We didn't doubt it at all. Right. Hell no. Coaches didn't doubt it at all. You guys didn't doubt it. Hell no. And the schedule makers, the whole deal, Seattle, you guys didn't even bat an eye. You came out to earn your respect and you did that. You earned your respect today. Man, I couldn't be more proud. These coaches couldn't be more proud. That's right. I mean, God, do you understand? When I say this is a special group, this is a special group. And by the way, this is just the beginning. Yes, sir. This is just the beginning. All right, because now the idea will be down the road. All roads go through Detroit. That's the way we got to think, man. That's the way you got to think. But, man, when you can win on the road like we just did, to a team that is doing everything they can to get in, man, it, it speaks volumes about who we are and what we're capable of. I, I, I couldn't be more proud. I'm serious, man. I'm just telling you right now, I'm going to drink some beer tonight. Give me another one. You already got it ready. Hey, I got two games. I got two game balls. Number one here, this guy broke a 1,000 yards for the season. Absolutely, he ran his ass off. But your offensive line has got to be doing some damage. All right? So they're part of that. But the other thing is, he broke Barry Sanders' touchdown record. Let I just want to let y'all know, man, I didn't really talk about this, and I, I didn't let Sean t- tell the team about this, but my great-grandfather died last week, and I really dedicated this game for him. And sure. I just want to let y'all know I'm so proud of y'all. I'm so proud of the way y'all work. And all the emotions just hit me after the game. And I just want to say, man, I'm so grateful to be on this team with y'all. Love I love, love it. We love you, man. you brother the last one here is this all right so 
I'm just telling you. I'm just freaking telling you. Because I've been around. I've been around as a player. I've been around as a coach in this league. We got, I'm telling you, the best owner. The best owner. You guys, she thinks about you guys all the time, man. I'm serious. And she knows everything about you. She knows everything about you. But I'm telling you, she is rock solid. She's as good as they come. She's a good freaking person, and she's competitive. And boy, she loves wins. So, listen. All roads lead to Detroit. Yeah, so there you go. Dan Campbell in the locker room last night in Green Bay. Mm, just the beginning. That's what it felt like. You know, I'm watching that game, and I'm thinking, you're a top-shelf NFL free agent. Detroit is now a destination you got to think about. Lions have a lot of cap money. What are they picking? Is it 6-18, and 18, I think, after the final shakeout? They're going to get at least... Two starters, if not three or four, with the second and third rounders they have. This momentum off of last night will be very appealing to national TV networks for the Lions to be in prime time. That win didn't put them in the playoffs, but it put them on the map. It did. It's not Detroit versus everybody now. Bandwagons are made for winning teams. We all doubted this team at one and six. And you can say you didn't, you can delete your tweets, you can do what you want to, but off of a three win season last year at one and six, there wasn't a lot of hope. And you can hear the culture. You can feel it. You can see it if you watch this at DetroitLions.com. You can feel they're on the same page. And Dan Campbell just wrapped up his second year. As a head coach in the NFL, he was learning on the job. You have youth and inexperience is why you've seen this inconsistency. But you watch Jamison Williams, even though the touchdown was called back, you're like, I've never seen speed like that ever in Detroit. Even when it's called back, you're like, I don't care. That guy could run. I'm glad he's on our team. And yeah, his short route running isn't there. He, I, he's, in my mind, he serves one purpose and probably will. Kind of like Tyreek Hill, where he's going to be get him the ball, short throws where he can take it to the house or he runs by everybody. It's going to be pretty simple. So he was hardly used. This team finished 9-8. and eight. I'm not going to brag about a statewide sports afternoon radio talk show host that said 9-8 and eight back in August. That was me. After the year I took from predicting in Campbell's first year and Goss' first year that he would win more games in Stafford, the friendly and angry fire that I took, my Lord, last night was sweet. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast has his little Lions beanies coming back from Florida. He lit up the Lions like everybody did when they were one and six. Goff isn't the guy. We need to draft CJ Bryce Young. We need, he's not the guy. You see that stat from the last 10 games of the year? He was as good as anybody in the National Football League. 
Look at how young they are. Look at how much they've grown. And like I said, free agents now are going to say, you know what, I want to be a part of that. You hear the culture? You feel it? You see it? And they sent Rodgers and the Packers home to pack. Not for the playoffs, but the offseason. In a game when they knew they had no shot at the playoffs, they still battled their ass off until the end. And they go for it on fourth down, not playing for a field goal. Hello, Minneapolis, September 2022. Putting that behind us. We're going for the win. We believe. And they did it. And when they got that pass to get to victory formation, all I could think of, what what did it sound like on NBC Spanish Universo? What what, what did it sound like? Amen, brother. That was fantastic. That was just beautiful. And then right after the game, how about the Lambo leap? Not from a Packer, but from Michigan's own Aiden Hutchinson. Hutch diving in, doing the Lambo leap with the Lions fans who were hanging around celebrating because that was their Super Bowl last night. The season's over. The foundation is built and the road may go through Detroit. Next step is playoffs. Then home playoff games, God forbid. Ford Field has never hosted one. We will talk about the Lions. Jeff Risden from LionsWire.com will join us before the end of the hour. Lomas Brown on the Lions Radio Network. Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit NFL insider. Frank Schwab, national columnist for Yahoo.com when it comes to the NFL. Good and bad. Our Bud Light huge question of the day. Good and bad from the Lions season. You tell me when 866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, Denzel or Denzel Valentine, almost said Denzel Washington again, Denzel Valentine, and Maine in town tomorrow night. Buy one ticket, get one free every Tuesday inside Van Andel Arena. Grand Rapids Gold in Maine with Denzel Valentine. Tomorrow night in downtown GR, get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com and the Van Andel Arena box office. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Are you ready? The toughest sport on dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. 
Join the party and come watch the Cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet live at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and finding piggy riches for up to $10,000. Every Friday in January, one lucky winner every hour from 7 to 11 p.m. will break the piggy and reveal their prize from $500 premium play all the way up to ten grand in cash. Don't miss piggy riches only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. I just told Superfly, that's why we ran a little late coming back in. Unbelievable from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Damar Hamlin released and going home. Less than a week after going into cardiac arrest on the field during the Bengals-Bills game. God is good, God is great, and the power of prayer. And what a day yesterday in Buffalo. The opening kick. Return for a touchdown by Hines, and he does it again. Nance and Romo were there. I was watching that Bills Patriots game. The stage of sports and what it does to heal broken hearts, to heal a country. Go back to 9 11. You want the power of sports that a lot of people still don't get. Oh, I don't know why they play. I mean, you know, you get parents, you get moms who are just flat out morons. Oh, I don't want my kid playing sports. Man, the power that it brings to unite us. Because you know what? When you're watching a game, you don't see skin color, you don't see religion. You're all in a stadium. Yeah, there'll be people in suites. Some drive better cars, but when you're all there cheering on your team or cheering on DeMar Hamlin, you're united, and it's a beautiful thing. And for him 
less than a week after dying on the field. And he was revived. And the way the Bills brought out their training staff and the thunderous roar in Orchard Park, New York, for that training staff. Mm. The power of the people. And DeMar is home. As Josh Allen, the all-star QB, said for the Bills afterward and got choked up, if you don't believe in the power of destiny, that as I posted the minute that happened, I think it was a former player, Kennard, who said God put a shield over DeMar right now. Hmm. Just one heck of a weekend. Even when we're starting the show today. And yeah, it's tough to look at TCU playing Georgia instead of Michigan playing Georgia tonight, but life is bigger than a game. That's why listening to Dan Campbell and watching the Lions and looking at Green Bay, Quay Walker pushing a trainer. And then I forget who it was who came by and gave the trainer a shot with the shoulder. Or the forearm to the head of Swift, and there's one flag, Walker got tossed. And I'll say this about the Lions, and, and this year, 9-8. and eight, There's a culture there that Brad Holmes and Campbell and his staff aren't allowing any of those players to disrupt the culture and chemistry. And that will take you a long ways. Yeah, you have to watch it all of a sudden if the Lions do win a Super Bowl or Super Bowls plural. Because as I told James the Game Gemmel from our sister station here at 96.1, the game in downtown Grand Rapids, he's now doing news updates on Wood, changing the news game. Why I go back to the Barry era, and I know we'll bypass Stafford, Sue, Calvin Johnson, because we weren't sure about the coaches. We weren't sure about the front office. We weren't sure about ownership. That where we stand today with the Lions, you believe in the coaching staff. You believe in the quarterback. You believe in the team. You believe with Sheila Hamp, who dropped her name forward. Once she dropped that name, boom, they start winning. You believe in Brad Holmes. These are things we've never had as Lions fans. I don't care if you're 18 or if you're 88. Maybe 88 you remember back in the day in the 50s. And those t-shirts that say rebuilding since 1957, I think the rebuild is over. Now it's adding depth, more talent, finding your holes. You get those two first rounders. You get what, two second rounders? There is no reason, and who knows if that's Rodgers' last game, and I'm tired. I will say this about Aaron Rodgers, great quarterback, but he is a whining baby about, I don't know if I'm going to be back. It could be my last game. I've heard that for three years. I'm done with it. I can't even watch those damn commercials anymore because he's got a man bun on. The word man should be taken away with buns. You never go, you know what? He's got nice man buns. No. I ran into Chase Bradman at the Forest Hills Eastern Grand Rapids South Christian basketball game on 
Friday night, he was there with his mom and dad. Marcus works for our flagship station, 96-1 The Game in Grand Rapids. I've worked with him and against him for a long time in radio. I saw Chase's hair was so long. and Marcus said, yeah, he just got rid of his man bun. I said, if you would have walked in and I don't would have seen you with the man bun, you lose your man card. <laughs> the Lions have the foundation to be a champion. Even when they had Barry, we weren't sure about Wayne Fonts. We always thought they underachieved, right? We weren't sure about the Lions front office. They're missing a shutdown corner. Maybe two. They're missing one more linebacker with speed who can get after the quarterback to put on the opposite side of Hutch. And then you need depth because you never know with injuries, and they need a solid backup because you're one play away from having to use that backup. That's where the Lions are at. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com will talk about the win last night, look ahead to the upcoming season. The schedule's out, not days or dates, but who they play, and it's pretty friendly. We'll go through that next with Rizzy. We'll be in the hizzy from LionsWire.com and the Detroit Lions podcast. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Whether it's jackpots or colors of the rainbow, seven's a special number. At Meyer, it's no different. Get more for your money with seven for $7, no luck required. Mix or match specially marked items. Buy seven or more and get each for only a dollar. From Meyer Instant Oatmeal and Meyer Pasta Sauce to Meyer Facial Tissue, there's so many ways to seven for $7. Plus, California Sweet Seedless Mandarins, just $2.99 for a three-pound bag. And shop the same low Meyer prices in-store and online. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. We play for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Mondays are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up. Get in on tonight's TCU Georgia action. It stinks that Michigan's not playing Georgia tonight or Ohio State for the national championship. Speaking of Michigan, the Wolverine.com tweeted out the story that Blake Corum is coming back for his final year at Michigan. And catch up on that story at thewolverine.com. But Quorum is back. You have Edwards, McCarthy. The Harbaugh story reportedly now get an interview with Denver. Last week we get the those who stay will be champions. I'm getting tired. I tell you, between Rodgers complaining about whether or not he's done and Harbaugh saying after last year that if you want me, I'm here for good. And now reports have him interviewing for the Broncos job. It's crazy. But Quorum coming back is uh, big news for Michigan. Lions conversation dominating the start of this show. Let's go check in with Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, also a co-host 
on the Detroit Lions podcast. And uh, Rizzi, I know it wasn't a game that put them in the playoffs, but the way the Lions played start to finish, uh, that's about as good as any team in the NFL can play on the road at Lambeau. Oh, absolutely. And the fact that they still treated it like it was a playoff, like win and you're in type of game, even though it wasn't, I think that speaks to where this team is at and the maturity of such a young team. They, they were the better team. They were the better prepared team last night. And, and Green Bay had everything to play for. If they won, they were in. And uh, they just, the Lions outclassed them uh, in, 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 in any number of ways. And I think that points to uh, a very bright future for Detroit. Look, it was a great win. Getting above 500 for the season, 9-8. and eight. Uh, they went eight and three in their last eleven, mm. and I think that sends that sends a great statement. You know, we we talked. It's interesting. You, you you phrase it. They were one and six and finished nine and eight. Okay, that that's pretty cool. Um, but going, you know, eight and two over the last ten, like that's that 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 puts it in a different perspective. I think that shows where the arrow is pointing for this team, and that's straight up and. Uh, it went straight up uh, parts of Green Bay last night that uh, I think we're pretty happy about, too. And went straight up some certain areas we can't really discuss uh, on air as we're a family-friendly <laughs> show. Uh, Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find on YouTube, joining us on the Meyer uh, guest line. Yeah, that foundation is set that Campbell talked uh, about afterwards. Uh, the road will go through Detroit. Uh, I think the rebuild, you know, we've used that line, rebuilding since 57 is over. So now this offseason, uh, when you look at it, uh, is it now with the shakeup with the Rams losing, the Lions losing, uh, is it 6-18 and 18 in the first round for the Lions, or what's that number on those two first-round picks? Yeah, they're picking 6-18, and 18, and then in the second round they are at 49-60, and 60, although that last one depends on how the Vikings finish out. So uh, they're looking pretty good. They got, they got four picks in the first 60, pick 60. Uh, that that gives them a lot of flexibility to do whatever the heck they want in the draft. I go back to our conversation last week on air, Rizzy, where, you know, weaknesses, what do they need now next level uh, to win the NFC North next year, be a playoff team, maybe even get multiple home playoff games, backup QB, shut down corner, if not a couple of corners, but we'll go with one and not get too greedy, maybe from those two first-rounders at least one, a linebacker with some more speed, you could play opposite side, of Hutch, which we'll get to Hutch uh, in his season he had in a moment. Uh, but really, those two first-rounders right now, if the draft was tomorrow uh, and the Lions are picking 6-18, and 18, what positions, not necessarily players, but what positions would be priority one and two? Yeah, I think you hit on on a couple of them there. Cornerback is, is definitely one. And, and, and again, it's a fantastic draft to need a cornerback. Uh, I'm not even halfway through the, the evaluations on on the class, and I'm already like, th- there's some dudes in this class that are gonna gonna be really really good in the NFL. Uh, so that's certainly something they need to hit. They do need another defensive tackle uh, with Isaiah Bugs and Benito Jones both being potential free agents. Look, both those guys played played their butts off last night, and you saw how good they can be when that defensive line plays well. Uh, I hope that they bring Bugs back at minimum, but uh, that, that's something that they have to look at. Jamal Williams is a free agent. Craig Reynolds is a free agent. Justin Jackson's a free agent. So they got to shore up the running back room. Uh, that, that's a need. That's not necessarily a first-round need. Uh, and, again, that's another place where the free agent class is 
absolutely boffo-loaded. Uh, Jamal Williams is going to be a free agent this offseason, led the NFL in touchdowns this year. He might not be one of the 10 best backs available in free agency. That tells you where the the, the, the free agent class is. So they got to get that. Uh, backup quarterback, certainly with Goff being the only quarterback under contract. Uh, we're going to have a lot of debate this offseason about whether you draft one early, draft one later, sign a free agent. Uh, regardless of how they get it, that's something they absolutely have to get. Uh, again, linebacker, you hit on that. That's a good one. Uh, I do think that their prioritization of linebacker is going to be interesting to see because uh, they dabbled with James Houston being more off-ball linebacker in the last couple of games, and he wore it pretty well. If they can do that, they they're they're still got Rodrigo. They still have Derek Barnes. Uh, they, they they've got some potential to do some flexibility there. And then my personal number one need for the defense is the slot corner. Will Harris is gone. I don't really expect him back. Uh, that they, they like to play a safety there. That's something that they're going to have to get. It is a guy who can play, uh, ideally, a safety who can play the slot corner role, the way that Jalen Petrie did for, for Houston this year, the way Car- Chauncey Gardner-Johnson does for Philadelphia. That's the biggest need on defense right now, and that's something that they're definitely going to prioritize, uh, whether in the offseason uh, free agency or draft. But with the depth of that draft and also the salary cap freedom they have, they should be able to fill every need. And I'm talking not just gap guys, but I'm talking players who contribute this fall. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they're, they're going to spend a little bit. Uh, their their tight end room probably could use somebody a little bit higher end than, than Brock Wright, though I don't think they're very disappointed in that. They do have to get a right guard somewhere. That's that's generally a position where you can find a guy in free agency That the way that they found Evan Brown, the way they found Big V, uh, and look, they're going to have more money that, to spend depending on what happens with guys like Brockers and, and Vitae. Uh, you know, they, they've, they're going to have a, a, a fun offseason, but it's great that you're going into an offseason where you're not trying to rebuild. You're trying to, like, tweak now. Um, you know, you're, you're not overhauling the, you're rebuilding the engine. You're, t- you're, you're, you're tuning it up. And I think that's, that's a fun way to approach it. And it's, it's a different mindset that we as fans and media are going to have to get into is like, we're not relying on our fifth round pick to start anymore. Like he might not make the team. Like that's how good this team is with with young talent right now, and how good of a shape they're in with the roster. Uh, it, it's it's going to be finding good fits, culture fits, guys who who want to play the way Dan Campbell wants to this team to play. I think you see that they've done a pretty good job of identifying that, and I'm 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 just excited as heck to to start diving into seeing what where where, where they're going to go. And one of the things that I do at Lions Wire every offseason is I do a, a mock offseason. It's not just a mock draft, but I project who gets cut, who uh, who can be signed in free agency, who you can let go, and then do a mock draft with it. Uh, the first one of those is coming later this week. And uh, i, I got to tell you, man, it's so weird finding the needs and, and all the available options that they have and the fact that, like, one of these guys could be the reason why they win the NFC North next year. Instead of one of these guys could be the reason why we don't go five and twelve. Uh, it's it's a very fun place to be right now. Jeff Risden for the LionsWire.com. Follow the LionsWire on Facebook and Twitter. Also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can hear weekly on YouTube. Joining us on the Meyer Guests on yeah because our Bud Light huge question of the day: Good and bad for the Lions season, and I think the bad is really limited. Uh, Boyle was a horrible pickup. Uh, as a backup QB, considering the money they paid him. Defense was bad uh, the first seven games. Uh, game clock management was bad during that 
first seven games, but you know, you watch Dan Campbell learn from Minnesota and go for it on fourth down, did kick the field goal last night to put it away. I think Campbell grew as a coach, Aaron Glenn grew as a coordinator, Ben Johnson was fantastic. Uh, and again, Campbell gave that up. You know, the negatives are really limited. This team is close. And not just close to being a playoff team. We're talking about contending now because if I look at the NFL today, as we talk, Rizzy, Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Philly with Jalen Hurts, and San Francisco when fully healthy would be the five teams that I would put in front of the Lions right now in the NFL. That the Lions are legitimately no matter how you want to go back and forth, a top 10 team in the NFL going into next season. Oh, I, I'm 100% with you on that. And it's going to be fun to see when the, the preseason power rankings start coming out. Uh, and there's probably some outlets that have those coming out pretty soon. But the, the Lions should be um, should be second in the NFC North, if not first. I, Minnesota, we'll see what happens with Minnesota in the postseason. I I don't know where to go with that, honestly. But in terms of like the the young talent on the team, and look, you talked about the, the the growth of the team. Don't forget, this was the youngest team in the NFL, specifically on defense. And a lot of the improvement just came because the players got used to being NFL players and playing together. That's not going to change. Like that's that's only going to get better. So uh, yeah, it's. Oh man, I, I, I'm thinking about the, the the teams you just rattled off there, and and who else would be above them? Like Baltimore, who knows what's no. going on with them? Well, Lamar's yeah. leaving. I, I think Lamar's going to be a New York Jet. <laughs> that's going to be a fun development to watch. Yeah, they they don't seem all that inclined to pay him. That's that's definitely one of the NFL. That's why he's not playing. He's done. He's not going to go out playing hurt and. Uh, lose that uh, monster contract during the offseason. Hey, wanted to get your thoughts, Jeff, before we're done. Uh, the Lions' yeah. home and away schedule. I did share your story for the LionsWire.com at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Uh, the dates and times of the games won't come out until uh, late April, early May of this year, but the Lions' home games, obviously, Bears, Packers, uh, Vikings from the NFC North, Falcons, Panthers, Broncos, Raiders, Seahawks, I love that home schedule and away for the fall of 2023 into 2024. Bears, Packers, Vikings from the NFC North, Chiefs, Chargers, Saints, Buccaneers, Cowboys, Ravens. It's kind of amazing to see how easy on paper the home schedule looks and then away looks pretty strong. You know, and and the thing that I took from the away schedule there are only two potential cold weather games uh, outside the division. Uh, and and Baltimore, if you get that game early in the season, it could actually be hot. So they're, they're playing some dome teams. I, I think it's a very right now. It looks like a pretty manageable schedule. Obviously, you don't know the sequence yet, but I will say we got to be careful about judging all these teams because at this point last year, everybody's pointing. Oh, the Lions' schedule is going to be easy. You know, look at look at all the the bad teams from 2021 that they're playing. Well, they had the second hardest strength of schedule of any team this year. Chicago had the highest, and that's because they played Detroit, and Detroit wound up with a winning record. So you got to be careful in judging that, but it certainly seems manageable. Uh, and, and by the way, there's a couple of, of fun potential road trips that are on there. And just keep this in mind, they are due to play overseas, and it's a great year for that to happen because they're, they're losing. Like they play eight home games and nine road games. One of those AFC road games could very well wind up being in London or Germany 
Uh, and I hope it happens because, uh, I, look, they were scheduled to play in London in 2020 when COVID hit. I'm bummed because I was going to be over there um, checking out some of my ancestral homeland, and I, I missed out on that. So I, I'm really pumped that they might get a, a road game overseas. That's uh, that's something that I'm looking forward to. Uh, based on how they played the close out of the season, I think there will be multiple national TV games uh, for the Lions oh, yeah. this fall, especially on the away side of the schedule. When you got games at the Chiefs, I could see that as a Monday night, Sunday night game at the Chargers, at the Saints, at the Buccaneers, even though Brady will be done at the Cowboys, uh, at the Ravens. All looks good. You can follow the Lions year around uh, the LionsWire.com at J E F F R I S D O N and also the Detroit Lions podcast. Their reaction to the Packers win is up right now. Just search. Uh, Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. Good stuff, Rizzy. We'll talk later in the weekend studio. It's a great time to be a Lions fan. Thanks for having me. Well, he's excited, man. Aren't we all? When the Lions win, the the sun's shining. You hear birds chirping, even though it's 32 degrees. You feel different. It's crazy. But that was a beautiful win last night, and I mean that. If you miss any interview, any podcast, any full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.